Hey everyone, it's been, it's been a long while, but probably as you all know, circumstances have changed. Um, the last few weeks I've been getting used to my new job and my, my new routine. It's, it was taking up uh, a lot of time. So now I'm getting used to it again, um, but from home. So Seven weeks ago, I was here working from home, and uh, now here we are again. So I'm definitely luckier than most because my job has always kind of been something that I can do from home. It's not my favorite. I might be one of the few uh, writers or content creators that does not at all prefer to work from home. Um, I think it's why I made a point of not setting up very well. Um, so now I'm working, you know, Google Docs off my several computers and just going back and forth. Um, but I did get a new monitor and, you know, slowly but surely I will be so prepared to work from home that I may never have to go back into the office. Um, but uh, I'm actually... I'm kind of just recording this for for myself, but also for anybody who wants to listen. Um, it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty difficult time for a lot of people. So I'm a bit of an introvert um, in the sense that a lot of my energy comes from internal and uh, people around tend to actually drain my energy. So uh, and a lot of things I do is is all internalized. So the way I think that sort of was part of the motivation for the podcast to begin with is to try to adapt to having something said out loud versus uh, everything happening in my head. But the reason I'm addressing this now is because I completely forget that there are people that this isn't normal at all for. Their energy is just zapped because they don't have access to other people and just a general uh, feeling of socializing and I <laughs> I feel like there's a part of me that you know selfishly just thought okay so this is how my life's going to be for a while and here's how I can adapt and I was admittedly pretty upset that you know, I'd just gotten my routine back and I'd just gotten something, you know, I really miss the gym. I would go every day. That's how I had my little bit of, you know, con human contact. Let's call it what it, it, it there was no contact, <laughs> but at least I was under the geese that, uh, you know, there were people around and I was in the universe and I wasn't completely entirely isolated another one would be to go to the grocery store that used to be kind of my you know it made me feel like I was an adult and that I had control over what I ate what I got and you know I had money in my pocket like that I could spend on myself and so there are these few things that for me they were sort of pop-ins so most of my life would have been set up to be quite isolated. I live alone. Um, I've always even had um, a two-bedroom. It's a nice luxury uh, far out of the city so I can I can have that, so I can have space, so I can, you know, even if someone wants to come visit, they have their own space. So this was kind of my motivation behind a lot of decisions I've made 
Um, I'm single. I don't live in a place where a lot of my family lives. So um, in the last year I or or so, I'd say I've started to actually get my, my friend group back because we were just so used to doing everything long distance that even the few that stayed in Montreal, I just didn't see a lot. And in the last year or so, it's just been building that kind of co- I don't want to say codependency, but definitely co-support. There's probably a word for that. <laughs> um, where we just hung out and and really figuring out those kind of boundaries. Like, what is it? Okay, so maybe it's, you know, I don't like to go out a lot, but maybe we like to sit and watch a movie and maybe, you know, really just figuring out who I can spend that kind of one-on-one time with that doesn't drain me, but that gives back a lot of that energy and that's kind of relatively new for me except when I've been in a relationship so I've you know made a point to pick that person that I could spend time around and I kind of always have defined it as you know someone someone that makes me feel alone is somebody that makes me feel kind of whole and that um, I know it sounds bad but it's it's somebody that doesn't take from me and, and, you know, isn't always demanding attention and time. Obviously there's a give and take, but it's that they never take more than they have. And I mean, my last relationship was a lot of that, unfortunately. And I made some choices that were not great for me, but, um, you know, this whole year has been, or year and a half, I guess, has been about figuring out what those boundaries are, what those lines are, and and then just living them, just adapting. So <laughs> here we are again with a new, a new challenge. This all to say that, you know, I am an avid reader. I have, I write, I do a lot of things that are on a very, very individual level. And I have this luxury that I can stay entertained. I can do anything. I don't need people. And that was always kind of my statement. I don't need people. I pick who I want and then they become people that I eventually um, make them a part of my needs, I guess. And let's call it more desires. Um, With that said, I was trying to think of a way that maybe I could help people in isolation that aren't very used to it you know I read this thing that was like hey introverts can you put your book down and check on your extrovert friends and just like see how they're doing because this is not nice for them and you know I'll make jokes and say that I wouldn't have noticed my life changing Um, but to be honest like knowing that normal life for a lot of people is something that has in the past made me quite uncomfortable and that I've tried to stay away from now with the tables turned my last thought should be um oh well look at that funny how this works this way but my my thoughts should be okay your experience with this you know how to deal with this why don't you check in on the people that don't. Um, so here's a, I don't know if this is advice or here's just a way that for me, this is, this has this has worked or this has helped. Again, I, I do understand I'm coming from a position of someone who already is happy to do this, but, um, 
when, for example, when I got out of my last relationship and I was absolutely probably the worst state I've ever been, the lowest. Anyway, we don't have to go into details about that, but so much of building up was something that was incredibly foreign to me. And what worked was checking in. And this is something that we're going to have to do. I have it now as a habit. Um, but this is something that I highly recommend for everybody right now that gets some time to spend with themselves. I know a lot of people probably have family or kids around and, and maybe they can't take the time for this, but you know, some people look at it as a form of meditation or just awareness in general, but it's so important. I can't express how important it was, at least for me. Um, keep in mind, everything I'm saying is something that worked from my own experience and that I'm I'm not pushing it onto anyone who's ill-prepared or who, who would feel kind of out of place doing this. But um, checking in and sometimes, so one of the ways to maybe see it if you're extroverted is it's almost like talking to a friend. So Talk to yourself and you're going to feel crazy at least in the beginning, but talk to yourself as if you're talking to a friend. And the beautiful idea of this is it's exactly how it should be. You should be your own friend. I know this sounds like very idyllic and and kind of, you know, wishy-washy or however you want to see it. But the reality is you are the only person you can't get away from. You can't step away from yourself. You can't, I mean, you can block it off as long as you can, but you have to live with everything that is so extremely and entirely you just to be, to be authentic and to be solid. So why not use what you already know how to do, which is be a good friend or, or be, um, someone who, if you do crave a lot of attention, then I presume along the way you've picked up on, um, even if you can't, even if you don't give it to other people, you've picked up on things that you like and that you know uh, work for you and that you know are reasons that are things that make you feel loved. And with that in mind, it's time to turn them around. <laughs> it's time to make it about you. And, you know, it's, there's so much negativity going around and a lot of people are seeing this as sort of a confinement and obviously it is potentially against our own will, but we don't usually get a chance to almost forcibly sit down and and give ourselves undivided attention. And that's what we need right now. Um, well, I mean, I mean, the world needs to heal. There's a lot going on that is so much out of our control but I can't I don't know how to say this any with more conviction except that you are at the end of the day the thing you can trust and depend on the absolute most and I know a lot of people have said this and can can identify with this but that goes beyond the fact that you can't trust other people that that statement itself goes beyond the fact that you're angry or that you've been left behind or that you've been you know screwed out of something or you've been jilted all of that it's that statement of the fact that you are what you can trust the most you are what you are your person is not just for for people in pain it's for everyone and it's not 
necessarily negative and it's not jaded. You can you can be whole and entirely your own self and allow other people in. That's where that's actually kind of where the beauty comes from it is when you actually start to become that kind of unshakable person that independent of who moves in and out of your life you are who you are and with that you kind of end up attracting people that are there for all of that for 100% that and they trust you because you aren't at their mercy of every whim or every you know, maybe a bad comment or, or something that or a bad day that you have or that they have, it, it kind of it it removes a lot of the pressure of people, people around you not being I mean, I personally one of the hardest things for me to deal with is people that aren't emotionally independent in the sense that they're looking to me and anyone around them for validation and attention and that is just so hard for me to for me to to contain within myself because I'm very aware of it happening and I am an empath but in the past year and a half my empathy has not changed but my desire to change every time somebody is asking me to or needing me to is what has changed so I can feel that you want me to, you know, bend over or, or not like really, <laughs> or, or uh, you know, need to give you more attention than I'm comfortable with. But I'm not willing to put myself in an uncomfortable position anymore um, to do so. Now, there are people I've let into my own circle and, you know, that just have the same kind of vibe and the same kind of mentality that I do. And they very easily become a part of my, you know, snap reaction to, oh, you like I'm thinking of you, you you're part of a re- not not a routine, but you're part of a, a a more reflexive reaction to helping you or to to considering you. Then there are people that I know will take so much longer and so much more time. And I don't have that energy for a million people. And that's sort of what happened years before is that there are people that just drain all of it from you. And then you run out of time for for others. And so really finding people that have that level of, of maturity and accountability and that that place of, of safety. And I'm not saying that you can't depend on people or that you can't fall off that that you know have a bad day but that's part of it as well is these people that will allow you to have a bad day and say it's okay you're not normally like this so what can I do to help and you can do the same for them for the people that you've allowed into that kind of consideration circle now this all to say that that starts with you so you have to understand a hundred percent um everything about you that would make these things trigger and and so what a lot of people I think call vibes even I call vibes I've found it interesting when now I can pinpoint them so quickly of like who has the same kind of vibe and again I call them vibes but in reality it's it's actually reactions and um 
sort of attention demands or the way uh, we communicate is a huge one that I feel it almost almost immediately that uh, you communicate or you react to things very similarly to the way I do or at least compatibly. So uh, for example, if you are somebody who um, takes everything personally, um, I will have a very hard time because I have a habit of you know, especially certain things on a professional level or, um, yeah, things that I'm, I'm experienced with or things that, you know, even something as simply, simple as going to the gym, I kind of mind my own business and I do my own thing and I have a habit of, you know, not wanting to really be around somebody who needs me to at every point reassure them that no, I'm not mad at them just because I'm quiet. No, I'm not mad at them just because I'm busy. No, I'm not uh, upset just because I'm I'm acting um, potentially a little more uh, in my own zone or or in my own way around you and and sometimes I'm actually just really shy and I don't come off I don't come off as a shy person because I I have you know general good posture or or whatever it is I have a lot of confidence but I don't I'm not great at the whole social I'm not great at chit chat so for me it's like if you're ready to sit down and talk about big things in the world and how it's moving that's great and I I mean I can shoot the shit I love jokes and I love sarcasm and everything so that's another thing if if somebody is a uh, you know takes things so personally then I have to be careful with how I joke or banter and you know I've always really been into sports and been slightly competitive with some things so if you're gonna take that as like oh geez like you're attacking me then that's going to be very hard because again the thought in my mind is not oh, how can I hurt this person or how can I, um, even how can I make sure that they don't take every single thing I say uh, personally? That is not my job and that's not your job for me either. So going back to the fact that this is so crucial that you get this moment to get to know yourself, to know what you like and don't like so you can say it and not expect other people to guess and not uh, expect other people to just bend over there it is again. Um, um, so this is the time. This is a great time. I mean, I have I have all this advice for things you can do, for books that you want like to read, um, for for little activities, t- talking out loud, talking to yourself, practicing. Um, you can you can honestly like look up speeches that you like, say them out loud, get a little feeling of empowerment. Um, I know working out obviously is a big thing for me that I like to do. I like to keep moving. Um, so sitting at a desk is always kind of hard as well. Um, I don't go anywhere near my room <laughs> during this time, <laughs> except at night, um, which is kind of sad because I do miss my bed all the time. But um, I, you know, I don't work in the kitchen because that's where all the food lives and I want all of it. Um, but and and sometimes I just hold a pen in my hand and paper and and if something is is not coming out correctly I'll just write it out and uh you know it it won't make sense but sometimes words just get stuck and uh seeing them out so again for an extrovert this this might actually be very helpful is everything everything uh, for a lot of people that are extroverted a lot of things get solved out loud when you hear it um and a lot of things uh 
happen from it's outside in is essentially a lot of it so if you find a way to all of the 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 voices and whatever's happening that suddenly you're just kind of foreign to right now of sitting with yourself and your thoughts and your emotions we all have them I've tried to deny them for years but geez like they'll come tumbling down I promise you but really I can I can tell you that as that a lot of like a lot of extroverted people are quite you know kind and and open and and the way they interact with people is quite it's high level you know they know how to do this they know how to be social so when you treat yourself as a friend it literally and I'm not even saying like love yourself and hug yourself not just that I'm saying full on hey Callie how are you doing today yeah you're good you know these kind of it sounds so silly but it's so important and then and then saying it one of the things I used to do is I would be aware that there would be like you know something would happen and I would kind of be aware that there's there's several different ways to react to it and I would have a habit of of pretending I was explaining it to someone like oh I feel like this about that and seeing what felt most um authentic so a good exercise is you know how am I feeling about sitting here in isolation let's say and then you you literally just practice them out so you say I feel afraid and I'm I'm afraid of what I can't control and I feel like I've been uh, you know told to sit inside and I don't want to and you sit with that for a second you say is that what it is and a lot of times it's not and that that's how it works for me is at least for me and then so okay so another conversation with somebody else which is I'm feeling like I'm going crazy because I have nobody to talk to is that what you're feeling? Does that feel right to you? And as you do, as you go through these potential reactions, and literally it could just be, I feel hungry or I feel sleepy, you know, even those like minute ones, you go through them. And as you go through them, each of them has a solution. It's just you haven't figured out what the problem is yet. And a lot of times that's all it is. And even some, it, you probably have heard something like anger nine times out of 10 is never actually anger. It's, it's a lot of it is either frustration or frustration is a huge one. Mind you, if you're, if you're angry, I can nearly guarantee that what you are is frustrated, that something isn't going a certain way, either your expectations or your desires or something like that. A lot of times anger is um, revealed to be something different and, you know, jealousy, like all of them come off as anger and it's just sort of a, it's, it's like a, an umbrella. But if you're addressing anger, you're not addressing frustration and you're not addressing um, jealousy or you're not addressing uh, obsession or you're not addressing missing someone like this is the thing if you really truly think about it sometimes when you get angry about something um like let's say you're angry that your significant other isn't messaging you what is it there is it that you're afraid that it's you know that they're not thinking about you is it that you miss them and you're being stubborn is it that is it that maybe you're just bored like all of these things are manifesting as anger or first and and come they are frustration potentially but all of these things are manifesting in a very um umbrella type of way but you can't address anger the same way you address all of these other ones 
So anyway, um, from an introvert to an extrovert, I challenge you to take this time to get to know yourself. And, uh, you know, if it helps, you can write it down. If it helps, you can talk out loud. You can make it a play. You can call a friend, you know, call a friend that's that and maybe swap places. Um, or even as you're talking to your friends and asking the questions you would want to ask yourself, you're thinking of your answers and, and very likely they're saying they're going to say, what about you? Um, don't say, oh, I'm OK. There's something in writing um, th- that we do and we take we take consideration with. It's it's a little bit of a trick um, for conversations, especially we don't use words that end a conversation as in, how are you doing? I'm okay. That kind of has a full stop. Um, how was a, you know, how was going to the park? It was good. What was good about, you know, this is, this is where you get to go. What was good about it? What did you like? What didn't you like? This is, this is when you're writing dialogue, it's so important to not have a character that is always putting their foot down and always saying, an end discussion it doesn't contribute so try to avoid saying those things so when you're checking in if you say okay and if you say okay to your friends they might not ask further what you're saying is and this drives me absolutely mad with people that this is a problem I've had with a lot of people with strong emotions that don't know how to deal with them is they assume that you will have to and you will know how to. Now, I don't have a lot of those. I mean, I have emotions, but I, I'm very independent with them. And I, I take a lot of time now to decipher them and to figure them out. And I don't lead with a lot of things on an emotional level, which means that I'm kind of not great at assuming that that's where you're going. So to me, when someone says, oh, yeah, I'm OK, I guess. I know very well that what you're trying to say is like, oh, you know, there's more here, but I'm not going to talk about. So there's only so many times I'm going to say, okay, what really is going on? My usually or in the in the last while, my reaction to something like that is, okay, well, let me tell you where I am. And maybe this will allow you to speak. Maybe this will open up the conversation. That's as much as I'll do. Um, And that's sort of my compromise to find that middle ground where we can talk about what you're feeling. But to be honest, it gets to a point where you, this person that you're talking to has to take some sort of accountability to the fact that um, if I'm asking you and you want to talk, do. If you don't, don't. And that's 100%. That's exactly how I am with things. So when you're telling me, oh, I'm okay. And then a few days later, you're like, remember when I said I was okay? And you said, oh, um, good. I'm glad to hear you're okay. Well, I wasn't. And I can't believe you didn't ask me about it further. That's going to drive me absolutely insane because you should believe because I believed you and it wasn't my job to push you. And I won't add that to my way of thinking. Okay. Everybody is probably lying the first time they say they're okay. I can't do that. Nobody should be able, nobody should have to do that. That's not manageable. You have to take accountability for the fact that if you want to talk about it and you do, and if you don't, then you just don't. And the thing is, because I'm very transparent about that, 
um, for the most part, for people I trust and for, for things like that. If I it, honestly, if I'm not OK, but I don't want to talk to you about it, I won't. And that kind of level of transparency or at least of, of accountability, because this is on me, means that I also respect that you're doing the same. So don't take it personally if I don't, you, you know, I, you know, I'm saying you know what I mean. Yeah, because I'm expecting you to answer. But it's crucial that you understand yourself to the point that if you're saying I'm okay, you can mean I'm okay for now or I'm trying to figure out what this word means when I say I am okay. Do I believe it? Maybe not 100%. You don't have to tell me. But it's your responsibility not to get mad at me if I take what you say as gospel. And part of that is figuring out exactly what you want to say or what you're feeling. So um, first lesson today. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, this was just a lot of information I wanted to get out. I'm also thinking of just uh, doing this as, uh, you know, a few stories, maybe maybe once in a while, I'll just tell stories about people, positive, negative, just it's good practice for me. Uh, for storylines and uh, yeah I hope you guys are doing well I hope you're safe and um, talk to me if you need it if you need anything I'll be here this is kind of my turn to 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 kind of it, it's great it's kind of an opportunity for me to to be able to say see guys this is kind of how I feel a lot and uh this is where I live in comfort and and thanks for for you know forcibly maybe coming along for the ride and I can be your spirit guide <laughs> um yeah have a good one bye